good Sunday evening. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies Sunday Rise post game. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Just jumping out there. Uh wanna put a little bit of something on the record before we get um into the late game. <clears throat> that is the NFC North battle of the Packers versus uh the Bears. And I think that's gonna be a pretty good game. I, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky gonna do too bad. But uh let's hope he does okay ish. I don't need him to win, but this is A Rod we talking about. So but before we we talk about that, gotta talk about what happened in the one o'clock frame and the four o'clock frame. So of course you all know, probably know all the scores for the, the week. Um BJ's Bills Beat the Chargers 27-17. Uh, Josh Allen, 18-24, 157, a touchdown. And an interception. Cole Beasley, uh, one for one, 20 yards, and a touchdown. So <laughs> that says something right there. Uh, they got 82 yards from Singletary rushing. Davis gave him 79 yards and a touchdown. Knox, a two-yard touchdown. Uh, the Chargers, Herbert, 31-52, 3-16, a touchdown and an interception. Now, unfortunately, with Joe Barrow being out, I think Herbert or Antonio Gibson is your favorite for rookie of the year. Uh, they didn't get much rushing production out of their running backs, only a total of 79 yards on 21 carries. Uh, Eckler. Had 44, Kelly had 35, so and Eckler was also the leading receiver with 85 yards and 11 catches. Um, give given some time, this Chargers team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think you know, mid 2000s Chargers under Marty Schottenheimer, under North Turner, uh. But I think they'll have more playoff success because they seem like they're 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 built, and Anthony Lynn has a control of it. So if he's given the opportunity, you can see them not only in AFC Championship games, but you may even see them in the Super Bowl. Uh, Titans destroy the Colts. I actually thought the Colts would win this, but no. Titans destroy the Colts, forty-five twenty-six. Uh, Tannehill, 13 to 22, 221 and a touchdown. King Henry, 27 carries, 178 yards and three touchdowns. Honestly, how do you stop a man like that? That's that's my my question. Uh Brown had four catches, uh 98 yards. And here's the thing about AJ Brown. AJ Brown came out of Ole Miss. He was the receiver on the other side of the field um opposite DJ DK Metcalf and everybody was talking DK Metcalf is this DK Metcalf is that oh he's a beast he's a beast. Yeah, DK Metcalf is a beast but I'll say the same thing I said and he's gotten better as big as he is a physical specimen he had no hips he couldn't turn he could run straight but he couldn't turn he's getting better at it now but AJ Brown I said it on draft night was a better pick than DK Metcalf all A.J. Brown does every week is go out and prove my point. 
for the Colts, uh, Phillip Rivers, 24-42, 295, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, not much rushing. I think that's the problem that's holding the Colts back. They don't have a game-breaking back. Um, T.Y. Hilton, four catches, 81 yards. Um, Hines, eight catches, 66 yards. And Trey Burton, uh, three catches, 42 yards. So I think that's the, what the Colts are missing. They're missing a run game. They don't have one at all. I mean, it's it's anemic at best. But that's another team. And I think Phillip Rivers probably have, i say an, beyond this year, give him one or two years before he hangs it up because he doesn't, it's still a lot of zing on the ball. He's still as mobile as he has been his whole entire career. He's never been a, a real scrambler. But, you know, he gets it done. Uh, let me see what we got next. Vikings squeak pass the Panthers 28-27. Uh, geez, the Jaguars <laughs> lose a heartbreaker to the Browns 27-25. The Giants take over first place in the NFC East 19-17 win over the Bengals. Um. I'm going to honestly say it. I don't think the Bengals are going to win a game the rest of this year. I'm going to be honest about that. Uh, the Cardinals lose to the Patriots 20-17. to uh, I actually thought the Cardinals would win this game. And it's funny because Kyler Murray played exceptional. And nobody said anything. But I seen... A, a a post on Facebook. It was from it was actually from Instagram, but they put it on Facebook, and they were talking about Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson versus the Patriots. Now I said this is what the stat line says: Lamar Jackson against the Patriots, um, twenty nine to thirty four, two forty nine, fifty five rushing yards, two touchdowns, an interception, in the pouring rain. And and it's very windy. Lost twenty three to seventeen. Media and fan reaction: Lamar Jackson is no not as good anymore. He can't lead an NFL team. He is overrated. Now Kyler Murray today was twenty two or thirty four, one hundred and seventy yards, thirty one rush yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Game condition: sunny and no wind. Twenty to seventeen loss. Nobody saying anything. And I wanted to say something about it this morning, but I forgot about it. All of the Lamar Jackson slander that comes out of people's mouths this season. Shut the fuck up. Because these are the same people that were slandering him before the draft. He's not a real NFL quarterback. He's not this. He's not that. But you act like Patrick Mahomes didn't have a slumping year last year and still made the Super Bowl. The year before, Patrick Mahomes was unstoppable. He comes in last year, gets hurt. Not a great year, but they win the Super Bowl. Come on. I don't understand that I don't understand the Lamar Jackson slander. Not one bit. You wanted to convert this kid from quarterback to wide receiver, running back, all these other positions, because you didn't think he was smart enough to play the quarterback position. But he showed that he was smart enough running a pro system in college. But because it was Louisville, you know. 
I digress. I don't want to go off on that tangent, even though I could. Um, the Dolphins beat the Jets 20-3. No surprise there. I said the surprise would be if the Jets actually won. But the Dolphins beat the Jets. Uh, Fitzpatrick putting up Fitz magic numbers. 24-39, 257, two touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Parker, eight catches, 119 yards. I don't know. A lot of lot of teams don't have running backs, man. They don't have nobody runs for over 100 yards anymore. It's running back by committee on a lot of teams, and the Dolphins are one of them. Uh, Washington 13 carries, 49 yards. Breida eight carries, 36 yards. And Fitzpatrick even had three carries with 10 yards. On the other side, Sam Darnold 16 of 27, 197, two interceptions. The ageless wonder, Frank Gore 18 carries, 74 yards. Um. That's another guy that I think if he plays, I think he probably has two to three more years left in him that he can actually play. I'm not saying it's a premier back, but on a team like the Jets, he got two to three more years. And, you know, then he'll give way. He'll probably even be a player that can play with his son uh, at one point in time. Um, Brashad Perriman, four carries, 79 yards. Former Washington football team player James Jamison Crowder three catches three uh thirty one yards, and Mims had four catches for sixty seven for the Jets. Um, the Jets are going 0-0-16. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Um, I just I'm I have no faith in the Jets because they still holding on to Adam Gase. If he doesn't lose his job tonight. Tomorrow morning, hell, if he doesn't lose his job before the end of the season, you can tell. I can tell that this organization is not committed to winning. Because if you're committed to winning and the the bullshit product that they've put on the field this season, last season, and you fired Todd Bowles for what? At least under Todd Bowles, you won a couple of games. So. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and let it be, cause I, I could really go into a tangent there. But uh, and the boss BJ just chimed in. Adam Gates should have been fired. You damn right. He should have been rolled out a long time ago. Anytime you take the 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 drafting power away from your coach on draft night, you tell him he doesn't have to be in the war room. We don't need you here. If you hired me to do a job, let me do that job. But that's just that's my thought. But that's the that's gotta be the most disrespectful thing. I'm the head coach of a professional football team. And the executives are telling me that I'm not allowed in a war room, but you want me to coach this player. And it's a player that I that's the same thing with Jay Gruden here. And uh when um they went to pick Haskins when Shanahan wanted to pick uh, Russell Wilson, things like that. And the owner stepped in and said, no, I, I want you to pick this player. If I'm here to do a job, let me pick my players. And I, I but here's the thing, the difference between Shanahan and Gruden and, and, and Gase, Shanahan won with who, whoever he had. Gruden wasn't a motivator. He was a better coordinator than he was a head coach. Gase, you can give him Randy Moss a, 
young Randall Cunningham, Chris Carter. Uh, you can give him O.J. Simpson in the backfield. You can give him the 2000 Ravens defense interspersed with the 85 Bears defense, and I guarantee you he'll still find a way to lose. BJ chimed in again, said the Jets are trying to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and do what? And do what? Trevor Lawrence is going to medical school if the Jets get the number one pick. I don't think I don't see him playing there. And you how much of a wasted pick is that? You picked Sam Darnold. What was that, two years ago? And you're already getting ready to go on to the next coach. That's crazy. I mean, the next quarterback. That's crazy to me. Because you invested, let me see, Sam Donald. Uh, Sam Donald was the first round, third pick in 2018. Uh, mm. The Jets are going to, and the man of the hour, Delonte, says the Jets are going to trade Donald. Who the hell wants him? The kid can't play. Um, who, the, who, who the hell wants him? Okay, the 2018 draft, you also had Baker Mayfield went number one. Uh, Saquon went to Sam Donald three. Uh, who else could they? The Jets could have got Josh Allen. <laughs> they could have got Josh Rosen. I think Josh Rosen might be a better quarterback. Oh, man. Uh, let me see. They could have got Lamar Jackson. Just looking at all the players that were picked after Donald. And it's a lot of good players that were picked after him that you could have picked with that third pick. But so pressed. But that's the Jets for you. That is the Jets. Moving on. <laughs> I got to laugh at this one. The Falcons, 43. The Raiders, 6. Where was this Falcons team against the Lions? Where where was this Falcons team against the Cowboys? <laughs> and BJ just made it feel he he, he just made it uh, uh clearly known how he feels about the Falcons, um, and he says fuck the Falcons because I, of course we all had the Raiders. I'm sure we had all the Raiders. We had the Raiders winning this game. Uh, Derek Carr, 22 or 34, 215 yards in the pick. They put Nathan Peterman in. How the hell does this guy still have a damn job? Three for five for 25 yards. Um, Josh Jacobs, seven carries, 27 yards. Uh, you know why he didn't get the ball very much. You know, when you're down, you're trying to pass, pass, pass. But uh, Jacobs is a monster, too, at running back. Uh, Renfro, uh, seven catches, 73 yards. Ruggs. Three catches, 56 yards. Aguilar, five catches, 54 yards. And the big tight end, Waller, four catches for 23, but not enough to deal with these Falcons. Matty Ice, 22 or 39, 185, two touchdowns and a pick. Smith, 12 carries, 65 yards. Hill, 13 carries, 55 yards, balanced attack. Ridley, six catches, 50 yards. Um, Hurst, Four catches, 48 yards. This right here, I think this has got to be uh, upset special number one on the day because nobody had that had that game going that bad. I didn't have it going left like that. But, hey, 
maybe Raheem Morris might be what the Falcons need. Maybe beyond this season, he has to get his second shot at head coaching. And they keep Raheem Morris because he didn't do bad when he was in Tampa Bay. He just didn't have the talent. But he coached up what he had. I just want to I want to see him get an opportunity to continue to be uh, a head coach and not not just a a a coordinator. Manny Yow just checked in. He's exactly what they need. Only two losses since they he became coach. That says a lot. That says an awful lot. Uh, head coaching record. This is what I want to see. His first year. In Tampa Bay, he was three and thirteen. He went from three and thirteen to ten and six, and then he had an off year at four and twelve. Now he's four and two with the Falcons, and he has some ties here with Washington. Uh, he was our DB coach, um, twenty twelve. We we had a pretty good defense. We had uh even better linebackers that year with London Fletcher and all those guys. But uh, <sighs> Atlanta, 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 no matter what you do, you will not save this season at four and seven. But uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Now this one right here, Delonte, you might as well go ahead and scooch to the edge of your seat. The New Orleans Saints drub Delonte's Broncos 31 to 3. Um reading the news that came out, you know, during this game, I sent it to the fellas also. The NFL and Roger Goodell have to be uh the most enigmatic bunch of people I've ever seen. Um, the Saints, I'm sorry, the Saints, the Broncos wanted to start their, uh, their, um, uh, assistant coach, one of their coaches, um, uh, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming, Rob Calabrese, their offensive quality control coach for the past two years, and the NFL said no. Delonte's QB list Broncos. I'm sorry, but now here's the thing: they 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 petitioned all day yesterday when they found out they weren't going to have an active quarterback to play this game. Okay, and I I think wholeheartedly the petition thing was absolutely awesome because you're sitting there on a guy that knows the the the, the offense. And it's young enough to play because coaching staffs are getting younger. This is not the stat. This is not the, the the staffs of the '80s and '90s where most of these guys are former players and they're in their fifties. Nah, these you got guys coming straight out of school that are becoming offensive assistants because of their smarts. Here you have a guy that knows the 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 playbook, how the plays are supposed to be ran. But the excuse that 
the NFL gave and Roger Goodell was, oh, we don't want to talk, start this to become a trend where we have players hiding on coaching staffs. This is a special circumstance because this is a special season. If you can't see that from sitting on your high and mighty mountain, Roger Goodell, NFL executives, whoever, I'm going to need you to come down here and see what the hell's really going on in the real world. They lost three quarterbacks to the COVID inactive list because of close contact that they had. And this is a special circumstance. And you couldn't see past that to give them a special exemption. So they had to go with a player off the practice squad that took no reps this week. No reps. Whatsoever. With this team, with the offense at all. And you mean to tell me you did all of that? And you sent, you was like, basically, don't give a shit about the Broncos. The Broncos probably could have won this game if they would have started their coach. Because he's at practice every day. Probably would have been a closer game. Hinton, one for nine, 13 yards, two interceptions. One for nine, 13 yards, two interceptions. So basically, every offensive play was a handoff. Freeman, eight carries, 50 yards. Gordon, 12 carries, 31 yards. Lindsey, nine carries, 21 yards. This is absolutely positively a shit show and i blame the nfl for this because they had a chance to get themselves a capable quarterback that was in-house anytime outside of a special circumstance like this you could have said yes suit them up do what you need to do because you know the whole thing is you play to win the game isn't that what her and man ever said i wish i had i could hit the button and it said that you play to win the game and that's what they were planning on doing. If they could have suited up this coach, who knows the offense, knows how the plays are supposed to be run because that's his job for one game. One game. It's crazy. Tyson, Taysom Hill, nine, uh, nine for 16, 78 yards in the interception. This game was all about uh, rushing. Um, Latavius Murray, 19 carries, 124, and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, uh, 11 carries, 54 yards. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really unhappy about that. I got Kamara in uh in fantasy, and that really hurt my fantasy numbers today. Uh, Thomas, four catches, 50 yards. You know, you wasn't gonna get much from the receivers today in this game, but. I feel bad for the Broncos in this in this situation because this this is a special circumstance that could have been overlooked this one time, and you decided to say, you know what, fuck you. That that that's basically what I feel that the league office said. Fuck you. You you win this game the best way you can. I don't care. And that's hurtful, man. That's hurtful. But like I said. It's in the books now. It might have been a closer game, you know. But once everything becomes predictable, it's just basically we know what's coming. We got to stop it. So uh, upset special number two, the 49ers. 
coming into this game, four and six. Uh, the Rams came into this game seven and three. The 49ers 23, the Rams 20. Uh, man, I'm just, I'm shocked at this because I just, I swear that the Niners weren't going to win this game. Uh, Nick Mullins started at quarterback for the Niners, 24-35, 252 on a pick. Raheem Mostert, 16 carries, 43 yards. Uh, Samuel, 11 catches, 133. On the flip side, Jared Goff, 19-31, 198, uh, no touchdowns and two picks. Henderson, 10 carries, 19 yards. Akers, 9 carries, 84 yards. Uh, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, not big days for both of these gentlemen. Uh, low numbers than what they they used to be usually put up, I should say. Uh, seven catches, 80 yards for Woods. Two catches, 41 yards for uh, Cooper Cup. Was not expecting L.A. to lose this game. But uh, <sighs> I got questions about Jared Goff. Now, mind you, he was the number one pick. I get that. You're supposed to be the franchise quarterback, and I get that. He plays like it on most, most occasions. But is it me, or does he have – games where he just seems like he does he just doesn't show up and i mean i i get it everybody has off games some people have several off games but it seems like he has off games to the point where like today no offense was produced hardly from him that's bad you know, you're 19 to 31, 198, and two interceptions. But you have, correct me if I'm wrong, one of the best receiving duos in the NFL at this point. So I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, why there was a power outage with that offense. But they need to get it together if you want to get back to a Super Bowl. That's only if you want to get back. But if you don't, keep playing like this. All right. Moving on to the final game that was played. We still got about 10 minutes before uh, the Bears and Packers kick off. And that was the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady almost made some magic come. um, But not enough. Chiefs win 27-24. Patrick Mahone boy, 37 to 49, 462 and three touchdowns. Uh <laughs> B just told me I'm looking good on Book of Sports. I haven't even checked it yet, brother. I will jump in there in a second. Uh Edwards Hilaire, 11 carries, 37 yards. Uh Pat Mahomes, four for 28. Le'Veon Bell, five for 22. Tyreek Hill, 13 catches, 269. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. And that was three touchdowns, too. Now, on the other side, TB12, 27 to 41, 345, three interceptions. I'm three touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah. 
Gronk six for one hundred six. I'm 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 digging that. Uh, Mike Evans two touchdowns, three catches, fifty yards. Two of them was for touchdown. Ooh. Yes, boo, because I had him in fantasy too. But guess where he's at on the bench? Um, just just looking at this Buccaneers team. As a, if you're a Buccaneer fan, you have to ask yourself, where's the season going? I mean, Tom Brady was supposed to be your so-called savior, your your, your saving grace, your, your, your guy to get you over the hump. But, uh, yeah, it's not really happening. I mean, you're muddling around at seven and five. You're two games above 500. You still got uh, – uh, let me see, see Tampa Bay's schedule, see what they got left. Because if I'm not mistaken, I believe the, the Buccaneers – have uh the 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 Patriots coming up soon. Uh let me see what we got here. Not the Patriots, I'm sorry. I think I thought they had Pittsburgh coming up. Nope, they don't. They got the the Vikings next Sunday, the Falcons, the Lions and the Falcons again. That's their remaining four games. Yeesh. Well I don't even know. I, I mean out of those four games they're all four winnable. Uh, but you don't know what Lions team is going to show up now that they're under a different head coach. You don't know who's going to show up. Um, you don't know which Falcons you're going to be playing. And the Vikings, the Vikings are up and down. Uh, I think this may be Kirk Cousins last year in Minnesota. I'm just going to say that and put that out there now. But uh, where's this season going in Tampa Bay? That's the question. And it's hard because you look at Tom Brady and you automatically see uh, win. You know, I mean, you look up winner in the dictionary. It's a cluster of pictures. You have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who won on every level. He won in high school, college, and in the pros. You got Magic Johnson. You got Tom Brady. You got Joe Montana. Uh, You got Mario Lemieux. Derek Jeter. I mean, these are guys that are that are winners. So you, 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 you will automatically associate them with winning. And I, I, I can only imagine how Tom Brady feels you know, I, I hung on for this, and everybody's saying maybe it's time for TB12 to hang it up. He's nothing but a system quarterback. And they're saying the same thing about Drew Brees also, who's in his 40s. The two oldest quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, still top five products when they're on the field. Maybe, you know, not top three, but top five. And, you know, they're being told to hang it up because it's over. It doesn't look good. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that people think like that. I hate that it comes down to that. But, uh, well, BJ, you mentioned it uh, a little bit ago, and we, we're on Bookish Sports. Um, It's a betting app, and 
looking at I, I went in the day and said, you know what? I'm tired of BJ calling me out. I'ma see what I got. Uh as of right now, my record is 20 and 12 for the day. Uh 62 and a half win percentage. Uh not bad. I won uh the Buccaneers. I thought the Buccaneers were actually gonna clear that three and a half. They didn't. I mean, um the Chiefs. I thought they were gonna clear that three and a half. They didn't. Uh I won the under and KC won, so I, I won double on that. I still got a game tonight. Now, if I'd have won all these bets, I would have had thirty eight hundred dollars in, you know, if I'd have won everything and uh put up some serious cash, I could have had thirty eight hundred dollars in my pocket. Going into tonight, which would have been great. And BJ's posted his overall record, uh, 66 and 69, said he had a little rough day today. We could be, we could be really in some daggone money. I, I, I tell you that. We could be in some money. But uh, just to play around a little bit, it's good, you know, because I'm learning. Um, I'm learning uh, the ins and outs of betting, especially, you know, when you, you go to sports books and, you know, you got to play the parlay and this, that, and the other, which is about to open right here in the DMV down at the National Harbor in Oxon Hill. They're about to open a sports book. And I want to – I told BJ this. We need to live in there, man. We need to live in there because with the sideline junkies doing what they do, and Junie's already at 100 games won this year. I don't think anybody on TV has more wins than a sideline junkie at this present point. And I haven't even tallied up everything from last week or this week. So I need to post those numbers by tomorrow morning. But as of last week, and this is not counting week 11 or week 12, Junie was 101 and 46. As of week 11, every sideline junkie went over 100 wins. Now, you show me a sports pundit that is on TV that's winning as many games as we're winning. You show me one because ain't nobody doing it. We pick every game and keep track of it. There's nobody out there with a better win percentage than us. So... You want to know something about the intricacies of a game, what we think, and you don't want to go with the masses, but you're a little scared, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you, all right? So kickoff should be happening for the Bears and Packers. And don't forget, we got Seahawks and uh, Eagles tomorrow. Then Tuesday, we have Baltimore and Pittsburgh so far, which may change, but that's fine and i say tomorrow because we're this is being done live we're live on the air but this will be available early tomorrow morning so if you're listening to this on monday morning uh would love for to hear your feedback on chicago and uh green bay from this evening so i would love to hear that feedback uh sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com don't forget to check us out on Tuesday. We're coming back live with a Tuesday night flight. Don't know what's, what we're going to put on the plate, 
but it's going to be a healthy addition. Lots of scoops of, of, of your green beans, your mashed potatoes, and some mac and cheese, things like that. So we it's going to be a healthy plate, and don't forget the meat. We got to put some ham on there, maybe even a little meatloaf, you know. We like to do it big around here. So until then, I am the big guy, KG. This has been another. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Y'all enjoy the game. Enjoy the rest of your night. I don't do no overtime. I am out of heat. Thank you.